They brought it right to me. Placed it right in my hands. Now it will be mine. And the fool shall perish. <laughs> hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor. And I've got the most wonderful people with me today. And you Where? know who we are. <gasps> Look who's on the meds again. Oh, wait, it's us? <laughs> I thought you were going to bring in five other people. <laughs> we got him on a combination of Adderall and morphine. He's good to go. <laughs> Beautiful. Ooh, I can see God. That's the intro we get when we all threaten him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Threatening me with a good time. <laughs> well, you did send us all Christmas cards, so we all know your address now. Wait, you got oh, Christmas yeah. cards? <laughs> yeah, you were out of country. I couldn't get a hold of you uh, to get you, a, and you sent it to me, and then I completely forgot. Yeah, he tried to so put a he bunch of fucking you? bullshitty snow inside of yeah. this envelope. Luckily, I'm incredibly classy, and I opened my letters with a letter opener, and I was I able to too. immediately detect the snow. And I was like, "Oh, shaka 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 shaka." I just, I just Hulk smashed mine open, um, and just ripped it like a Neanderthal, and. Uh, yeah, it went everywhere, all over my floor. On brand. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> did, it, um, did, it, did it soak up was, the cat urine? <laughs> no, no, it did not, unfortunately. <laughs> it missed. So how's everybody doing? I've been better. Excellent. Yeah, it's it's kind of cold. It's very chilly. No, it's so it's so cold here, guys. Shut oh, up, Ray. God. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Ray. It, it got cold here, but not until we had this crazy storm come through dropped a tornado like a quarter mile from my house and ripped up 60 feet of fence in my backyard. So I'm dealing with that crap now. But we didn't have any worse than that. I had to defrost my windows before driving. It was crazy. Uh, I didn't have to do that. According to my weather app, it was about three degrees out when I took out the trash this morning. Yep. Are you nice. guys take out your own trash? That must be awful. You know, the help doesn't show up until nine. So they just it's, snap it's your fingers a couple of times and wave a, an empty pill bottle with like one pill in it and a meth head will come by and you can dip them a buck to do whatever you want. <laughs> Oh, God. I gotta get pulled somewhere. <laughs> you learned that trick from uh, Mama after she cut your hair this week? <laughs> no, I was actually yesterday. I didn't even realize how bad the haircut was until today um, because I was in bed yesterday. I was really, really sick. Like, my fever was only like 100.9, but I had like only. body aches and like chills, and I was like not okay. I, I still finished out my work day. Um, but then I like laid, got 16 hours of sleep and it turns out that'll make all sorts of things feel better. Um, <laughs> yeah. so then I woke up and I, I took a shower and I, I brushed my hair down, right? Like I just combed my hair straight down and you can see that there's a slight <laughs> misalignment in my bangs. For the people not on the stream as in everybody oh listening, my God. Joe looks like he got a bull cut with the bull crooked. Yeah, the that, bull. That, that's a solid Y equals X crew. <laughs> <laughs> Your parabola, parabola like, is on point. Mama has cut hair for 50 years, and I don't know if she was nervous being in our house or what it was, but uh, I was like, man, I really need a haircut. And she's like, oh, I can take care of that for you. You know, you guys are letting me stay here. And I'm like, well, you don't have to. And she's like, oh, no, it'd be great. And I was like, oh, cool, free haircut. And I sat down and she cut my hair. And she cut my hair. And she cut my hair. And an hour later, I stood back up and I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, yeah, this looks fine because I had it brushed over like normal. But we're talking like a solid like 20 degree angle 
from one side of my hair bangs <laughs> no, to the other. It's like an inch and a half difference. There. That is a steep hill. Yeah. The other side of Joe's skull has a runaway truck lane. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just wondering. I mean, she's she's been in West Virginia her entire life. Did, did she like have the DTs when she was doing this, or like? <laughs> as far as I can tell, she subsists entirely on a diet of mostly like purified sugar and Jesus. Oh, and she just goes. She's eighty. She's like one of Micah's people. One the of the yeah. beat wonders. <laughs> the, the thing that really happened is that he's he's not sharing with everybody because it's kind of embarrassing. Her Medicare Part D coverage wouldn't cover the entirety of a new prosthetic leg, and it only covered three quarters of it. So she's kind of <laughs> tilted, and that's why the whole thing happened the way it did. Something, something. Her first name's Eileen. I get. I knew it. it. I knew <laughs> it. <laughs> Joe, it looks it looks great, Joe. Don't worry about it. Well, if I sweep it over, luckily I've got a generous widow's peak to cover up, you know. <laughs> Joe, you should just do what I do and uh, forego haircuts altogether. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I look too yes. much like Jesus yes. around here, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what'll happen. This is a sign that scissors are not your friend, Joe, and you must boycott them at all costs. <laughs> yes, and also you should take life advice from Jake. It is, it is very <laughs> astute. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of good experience behind grab, it. Grab, grab a pen and paper. <laughs> I'm spitting truth over here, son. First of all, uh, sell all of your worldly possessions in pursuit of chasing the sun. <laughs> By the sun, he means his son. He needs to find him. Where's my son? <laughs> Where's my son? Jake has back son. my son. Intro to Fallout 4. There's actually a settlement that could use some of your help. Yeah, right? Although, when you approach him, <laughs> make sure your hair is parted to the side, because the kid will run away. <laughs> he sees it. If you walk up with your hair down, I'll just be like, just take my money! <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. Have you ever, um, do you ever have that dialogue for like what you would do in case you were like robbed or, and or carjacked? Because I, I think about that all of the time while I'm out driving, just like what my response would be if somebody like ran up with a gun. With me on my van while I was out driving, and my immediate response would be like, "Yeah, take it." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, just get it. Stop. Just you violated it. the law. Do you do you want the van too? You can take the van. Can I just keep my phone and cigarettes? Cool. Well, they're yeah, gonna take no. both of those because it's Michigan. So, <laughs> and if and if they do, cool, whatever. I'm just gonna get out. I don't. I don't even know what happened to the van. I don't even know who you are. I never saw you. I don't know who I am. I'm just. Where am I? Yeah. Got some strong employment referrals for Jake. Be like, everyone's safe here. Um, I like to take the the uh, Mark Wahlberg approach via nine eleven. Like, you know, I'd say, you know, if if I were in that situation, things would have been different. There would have been a lot of blood, and everything would have been okay. Is that what Mark Wahlberg said? Is he is he implying that's what he said about being on one of the flights? What? Yeah, that's it's a synopsis, but yeah, he said that about being on flight uh, ninety three years. Was, nine, that, three, that, uh, got, yeah, yeah, like the plane never would have got it. Never would have gotten hijacked. Mark Wahlberg. Like he, was he's, there. he's saying he's going to like break into the uh, the pilot's cockpit, overpower the two guys, and uh, fly them all to safety. What the fuck? I'll look it up. Duh! Haven't you seen a Mark Wahlberg movie? Come on, not recently. Obviously, haven't you ever listened to the Funky Bunch? Like, <laughs> uh, on a scale from zero to Steven Seagal, how bad is it? Probably a, <laughs> a Jason Statham. Mm, yeah, maybe a Jason Statham. That'd be pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah, but this is IRL. This isn't like acting. This Doesn't isn't matter. just saying that. Yeah, right. Have you ever seen Steven Seagal outside of acting? <laughs> no, but I have Steven Seagal. <laughs> is high Jason on Steven Seagal. Is, Tom Segura has a whole bit about this, and it's one of my favorites I've ever heard in stand up comedy. I think I've heard it as you well. You just kick him in the head like this. 
I found it. So Mark Wahlberg was was quoted as saying, if I was on that plane with my kids, it wouldn't have went down like it did. There would have been a lot of blood in that first class cabin. And then me saying, okay, we're going to land somewhere safely. Don't worry. He also knows how to fly planes. <laughs> well, there's also the whole, and I'm this is like completely way off tangent. The whole like uh, SOP for hijacked flights before 9-11 was, okay, give them what they want and land in Cuba and it's done. Right? That was the SOP for it. So everybody's like, well, nobody's going to kill themselves with a plane. Yeah, right? but if Mark so, Wahlberg was there, <laughs> it would have been very different. He probably would have found some poor Asian man to punch and yell expletives at. Again? Right? I didn't know he works at Southwest. That's United. Anyway. But I thought that the Wahlbergs' kids, like, because of the Wahlbergers' franchise, I thought that he and his children had to fly on separate planes, like the royal family. (laughs) (laughs) My God. I mean, wait. Well, they do make hamburgers in America. That does make them royalty. American royalty. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Second only to the Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) He probably stays in a white castle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Takes a subway to work every day. In and out, man. In and out. <laughs> Gross. You know what's going in and out? This sword in this puddle of blood. Hey. <laughs> no, it just went in. <laughs> it bow on top. It has not come out yet, I suppose. That is true. Segway landed. Segway landed. <laughs> Barely. As, uh... Not like 9-11. Thank God Mark Wahlberg was here to land that Segway. Oh, see, I was about to make a joke there, and I decided not to make an off-color 9-11 joke, but thanks, Micah, for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> like, bleep that out or cut that out? No, that was bad. So. Did something happen on 9-11? <laughs> I was hit by the car. That's the day I was hit by my car. Wait, seriously? Holy yeah, I was hit. You didn't know that? That's the day no. I was hit on the car. Worst thing that's ever happened that day was I was in a motorcycle accident. Don't worry, everyone gets really sad on 9-11. <laughs> that was the worst vehicular accident that ever happened on September 11th. I, I like, say that on stage. I go, I go, I was in a motorcycle accident on 9-11. Worst thing that's ever happened that day. And half the audience dies and half the audience is like, I hate you. I'm not going to listen to this to be upset. But I say it. I say it because I'm like, fuck it. That's better than the 30% you hope for. All right, let's see if I can land this one safely in Adventureland, just south on the Pentagon of the Starstone Isles. Oh my fucking. Sorry. But anyway. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. (laughs) 
last week, um, you guys finally made your way to a cell where the gentlemen that you had been searching for were imprisoned. One was dead. In fact, it was Heilbrook, the man that was already savagely beaten in a pasty baking competition. So all fingers point to Yosef at this point. I did it. And his two compatriots were barely surviving, but you escorted them back to town, discovered that Heilbrook was looking for a book. All you have from that is whispering reads, very, very secretive text. There's not very many copies of it. There's not a lot of information out there about it, but it seems important. As this was fairly early in the morning, you know, probably around 11 a.m., you guys headed back to town, dropped them off, got them, you know, somewhere where they could get taken care of, and headed back to the gauntlet. As you headed back, uh, Carmen Rashani chased after you, took his family sword, the Winnow, out of a bundle under his coat, handed it to you, said, hey, take it, do what you need to do with it, bring it back when you're done, and ran back to town. You made your way into the gauntlet, directly to the gauntlet tower, directly to that pool of blood that had previously almost killed at least two of you when some creature animated out of it. And Solus took the winnow and plunged it into the puddle, and it didn't just hit stone as it went in, you know, like a couple inch deep puddle, it plunged deep. And that's where we left off as the sword plunges deeper and deeper and you push and there's really no end to how far you push. How far do you think you're going to push this one, Solus, until you stop trying to push? Make it dirty. Make uh, it dirty. A couple inches down from the uh, the base of the shaft. At least up to your wrist, boy. That's my boy. <laughs> so as you push that sword in, you feel something begin to pull on it. And I need you to roll an athletics check as something attempts to pull this down. Billy, help him. Yeah, can, I was going to say, can I? do I see it sort of tugging at him? I rush back. That's a five for a 15. It pulls down farther. Can I run up and try to and help? And you are kind of pulled down. Go ahead. <laughs> it pulls down farther at this point. It's coming up to the cross guard of the sword and pulling you down. Your hand is almost touching the blood. Oh, Jesus. Seven for a 14. Oh, don't touch the blood. Don't touch the blood. And it continues to pull farther. Solus, let's go. Solus, and let's go. Solus, let's go. Third person. <laughs> <laughs> and the sword plunges down into the blood. And you see that figure that you thought you might have just barely seen in the distance when you look down into that pool. Come up closer. It's like looking at you through a looking glass. And it's holding the sword. And then it drifts downward out of sight. That, uh, that that is not what I expected to happen. I'm so we're, mad. We're gonna have to tell Carmen we lost the sword. Well, that... What do you mean, yes. we? <laughs> I will take full responsibility for this, of course. That was all my fault. Did it... What even just happened? I, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, frankly, I'm more worried about what, where the sword went. What took it? Did you say anything? Just this weird, vaguely humanoid form. It seemed to be looking at me. But I don't see it anymore. It retreated back into the blood pool. Um, wait, wait, wait do you mean it's... How, de- how deep is... How uh, deep does it go? You saw how far I was able to plunge it in? I, it, gods know. Yosef is going to walk up to the edge of the pool and then look up at Toven and say, Could you create water? <laughs> Actually, I cannot. <laughs> As you would know, I cannot. I can, but not the way that you think. Uh, he drops trout, pisses in the puddle. <laughs> it's true. I could add some too. Which is pretty on brand for Todd. It might serve as an intimidate check. Hmm. Well, I we might have to go wash my hands later. Yosef wants to stick a hand into the blood and see how far it goes. No, uh, 
that uh, Billiam, hold on to me, and I will yeah. hold on to you. Oh, yeah. Actually, before I do that, wait a minute, wait a minute. Does anybody have any rope? I do, yes. I also do. Tie it onto my wrist, or around my waist, I guess. Yeah, uh, I will do so. So he, I am, would get me secured, and be like, yep. I'm going to tug on it a couple of times, and while you're holding your hands, they boing, boing. Like, okay. Can I tie the other half around me? <laughs> yes, please do. Yep. So if it goes too deep, you can just starfish on top of the. I'll hole. just lay on the floor. <laughs> I'll just literally lay down. You can pull yourself back up. We're, we're both this feels suspiciously here. like poltergeist. <laughs> yeah. I think I made that joke at the end of the last episode. <laughs> okay. Um, being secured to the immovable object that is Billiam, I'm going to uh, stick my hand in and see. Like I'm going to stick the tip of my fing- the tip of my fingers, and then try to force my hand a little bit farther in and see how far it goes. You touch solid rock. Huh. Well, I've got nothing. You just touch the rock. It's and your hand has blood on it now. There's just just blood here now. It it doesn't go anywhere. Well, this is fucking ominous. Yeah. Can I run a check on on like? Yeah, can I, can I some like sort of a religion or, or occultism? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, give me one moment. I'll run that check for Your you. Great metal album. Blood portal. Yeah, surely there's something else like this. So neither of you can discern any reason why this would happen. Yosef and, and Tovin check this. And, and I think I addressed this last time, but we went through several weeks of, you can't do a knowledge check unless you're trained. And I was so wrong. And I apologize to everyone and for dishonoring my family. So it was occultism. Wait, no, it wasn't a cult. It was a religion. Wait, he did a religion check or an occultism check? I asked which I had to do. And you were just said, don't worry, I got you. A religion. Sorry. Yeah, it was religion. Oh, we both rolled like poopy. Damn it. Yeah, you got to You rolled poopy. Man, we're on fire tonight. If it's religion, could I try as well? No. Um, You believe that perhaps the pool is only activated by certain things. And perhaps the winnow was one of those things that would activate it. Ah, oh, damn it. it! It seems that your touching it didn't cause it to activate in any way. You're not special enough. The only other time you've seen it activate is during the night. Oh, man. But we also know it hurts us at night. I know, but we're stronger now. But we could have used the winnow to I know, and now she has Ah. it. Oh my god, what if she comes back and kills Solus with it? That that is a distinct possibility I've been worrying about. And he won't be there to speak so well at his own funeral. I know. Nobody gives a prayer like Solus. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Write something down just in case and then we'll read it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get a good eulogy for you Sh- on deck. All right. Sh- shall, shall I? No, no, no. If, if we go back to Atari tonight, I, no, I certainly listen, could. No, as, as long as you're with us. It, I could write one for each of you. Please don't. Ooh, please do. <laughs> that's very uh, that, That's actually a good idea. I, I will, I'll, I'll jot that away. Well, maybe. Maybe you can do this in the time while we wait, because it's... Here is what Joseph thinks now. Um, there is a, a as he reserves he refers to himself in the third person. <laughs> well, talking to everybody else, yes, and um, I think Yosef, me, I think that uh, we could either continue in the floors below exploring and seeing what else we can find, or we can wait here for a nightfall and possibly face Belcora again in her weird blood form. And then, if need be, um, jump into this dimension of blood. Because I feel really bad now that we lost his family heirloom sword. 
and, and we have no way to prove it. Terribly sorry. Did you say jump into the pool of blood? Well, we have to get it back, right? You mean the multidimensional portal of blood filled with some sort of god-awful creature? Well, if we're lucky, maybe she'll just bring the sword back. I, I agree. That seems somewhat hasty. I don't know. The sword just seems like it has some layer of importance if it can open the blood portal at will. Well, he obviously wasn't willing to risk his own skin for it. True. I don't know. This just presents a new possibility. And it's also going to make things a little bit more difficult when we go home later. Like, oh, well, where is your sword? Uh, uh. Do we believe that Carmen may have known the properties of the blade? As I said, I will handle that myself. None of you How need to be involved in that. How a decision can you guys make? Because you guys can crash the warrants if you need to. <laughs> I don't like that you keep trying to get us back there from time to time. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to steal your kidneys. That seems like a best case scenario with Kashak. <laughs> we, we could also try and lure it out of the blood pool instead of going into the blood this pool. This is true. I don't follow. Like we dangle something over the blood pool like fishing. Joseph, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't Quick like question. where this is going. If we show it something above the pool, it'll come up and then we can snatch it. Do we have any pictures of Otari on hand? The etchings? No. What about that dagger? Uh, I already gave that to the mayor. Yeah. We could take it back. I don't know if we want to keep depositing weapons inside of, like, this blood well. Well, she can only wield them two at a time. On the, the other <laughs> hand, do you guys think I should make <laughs> That's a wish? What you think. <laughs> yes, let's make a wish. What, Quick. What, 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 what shall we make a wish of? Uh, ask for uh, the sword back. No. Whatever boy <laughs> things paladins wish for. That seems I, I would have to think about it and pray on it. Quite the sword back pops out. This is. Don't, don't I, you have a direct line to your god? Isn't that exactly how this works? It doesn't. It doesn't quite work that way. No, I must. Never mind. It doesn't. It doesn't bear. Who'd have thought into. that a paladin didn't know that you could bypass all of the praying mamby pamby by just throwing a sword in a blood well? Seems like a lack of conviction. <laughs> Make a wish. I haven't an idea of what I would wish on. Oh my god! Never mind. Victory. I believe it's a star, as the song goes. That's a vague and unhelpful term. What do you mean? We're trying to exercise a rock Victory over, over castle whom? in the middle of the damn swamp. How is that not a concrete goal? Well, it's because we don't know what factors go into ensuring our victory. Were you going to pray for a specific trajectory of a given arrow to land exactly where it needs to? How specific are we getting here? Yosef is going to look up at Bill and be like, so how have you been today? Just ask for favor. I still have a feeling. I'm... I'm enfeebled still, so you know. My relationship with Iomade is a close one, but it is not a bartering relationship. I don't just ask and offer How's things. How's the blood on your hand? Just, just ask for favor. No, that I, I don't even know what I'm I want to ask for. Back. Again, look. Does it feel Keshek, like magic blood? Keshek, it would be better. Honestly, why don't you ask for it? You have exactly the same access to the wish that I do. I didn't throw a, a magical sword into the wishing well of blood. I, I'm not. It tastes like glass. Yeah. I don't, I, look, I, I would. I recommend we good. throw this up to a quorum. If we are to wish for something, it should taste like we all iron. Should. Do you have like a, a, a cloth or something? We all should decide on it together. <laughs> I'm going to cast guidance on, uh, like, uh, Solus. Thank you. In the hopes that he will come to a, a resolve and come up with a, a prayer for whatever uh, sacrifice he has made to the evil blood pool. Can I see the exact wording of uh, the the wish or whatever mechanism Jake is using to have the wish? No, I, it's this. This has been a joke the entire time. <laughs> yes, it has. You, you put something into the well and you make a wish. 
I thought we were trying to cast the actual spell wish. No, no we can't cast wish. We're what? That's why I was so fucking confused. I thought you had Bruh. something. If Fantasma <laughs> tried to do that, he would explode. I think oh this is so, no, this is so on character, oh though. God. This is so on character for, like, Solus being, like, a, a less badass <laughs> version of Drax. Nothing goes over my head. I'm much too catch it. It was just like, oh, make a wish. And you were like, I'm much too low a level to cast that spell. Can't possibly <laughs> make a wish. It's not a bartering relationship. Like, I would have to pray <laughs> for some time. <laughs> you know why you figured that out? Oh. Guidance. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, gentlemen, now that you have finally beat this bit into the dirt. What is my life a joke to you? (laughs) (laughs) I look at the sun through the holes in the ceiling of this decrepit old keep. It's about 1130 a.m. Okay. We have the better part of five, six hours of sunlight. So we could descend again and get quite a bit done since uh, nobody seems to want to uh, fight Belcora again. There was a couple doors we never opened. This is true. Yeah, let's go down and do some exploring. Sounds like yeah. fun. I would also like to know more about this uh, this soul gem that's in my possession. About this uh, this Borbo that's been stowing in my, my inventory for the past few days. It's mm. an excellent point. Also, uh, Kyle's antechamber, or whatever Kyle was an antechamber of. There's a room past <laughs> that. Kashak, you would not know about Borbo. You were not there. Nobody mentioned Dick. him last episode. And, and we never told you. I don't know. I don't remember. No. I don't know. Oh, Sorry. yeah, Kashek. One time we killed a, a, a bird doll, and it had the soul of what may be a child in it, perhaps. It's now in uh, Tobin's pocket. Tobin, show him. <laughs> Pull it out. There's like a, I got a soul, got a soul in my pocket. Excuse <laughs> me. Did you just tell me? That you destroyed something containing the soul of a child and you've been reprimanding me the entire fucking time about disturbing corpses. <laughs> First of all, didn't destroy what's holding the soul. Second of all, we have no means by which to release it as far as we know. We're also not entirely sure it's a child, but we don't. Fingers crossed. Ah, what? As long as, we're putting it to good, as long as it's gainfully employed. Glad that finally landed on Micah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the awkward silence. <laughs> it's what I do. <laughs> so I just can talk. I see this object? <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, I pull it out of my healer's bag. I pull out a mundane rock and I toss it to it. <laughs> yeah, it's blue sandstone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black tetrahedron, about an inch on all sides. You can kind of see through it a little bit. There's like a little purple-ish light at the very center of it. If I were to get a jeweler's loop, would I see a tiny face inside of it? <laughs> You'd actually see a carousel. It's the Gerber oh. baby. No, I'm, I'm messing with you. No, you don't see it. <laughs> it's the sun baby. From Teletubbies. <laughs> that's what's in there. It's the sun baby from Teletubbies. Oh, His name's Borbo, canonically, actually. It's a little known fact. Mm-hmm. Can I determine anything further about this by like examining yeah. it in detail? I no. would like for you to take a look at it. <laughs> Just that it's a soul gem. It, but I know it's a soul gem. With, you didn't tell me. You would know. You have knowledge of... That's kind of a gimme. I'd give that to you. You have knowledge of magic. Your skill's high enough. You just know that. Yeah, I would like to go back to that, that, uh, I'm assuming, wizard or sorcerer's quarters. I forgot which one he was, but uh, where he had all the books (laughs) that we could actually do. the auxiliary house. Yeah, and it kept asking us about whether or not Mr. uh, 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 Azenray, I think. Mm -hmm. Except that it might be a drow. 
We still don't know the proud name, somebody said. Don't know if that's racist or not. What name? Asnare? Yes, somebody did say that. Okay. So, where are we going to go? You do have the northwestern part of the map where the undead beef jerky attacked Tovin and took a nice goodly chunk out of his leg. Goodly. Or you could go back to the main portion of the gauntlet and continue searching that level, still looking out for mushroom-eyed men. It's up to you all. I'd like to check the southwest side, because it looks like there's two doorways there that we haven't checked out. Sorry, four doorways there that we haven't checked out. To the southwest? Yes, south-southwest. There's like seven doorways, like if you mean like over here. Southeast and west. So um, just for expediency, since it brought us right back down, you know, because we, we RP'd like 95% of the last episode, didn't really move on the map. So we're in the same level of the gauntlet in which we found Heilbrook and the other prisoners. Um, in this room, there was a door that in our haste to save people that we had just found, we had not checked. So I would like to go to this door. A yep, door like- to the eastern side of the room where the unlit forge was, where you fought the engineer Morlocks? Yes, that one. I would like to listen for any kind of noise. You hear nothing. I will open the door. Click. Oh, what is that? There's a low stone wall on the east side of this small, cool, moist room. Yeah. And there's a bunch of armor, weapons, and tools lying in a heap on the northern side of the room. Oh, okay. There is uh, what looks like maybe... um, it's a round stone wall. It's not a low stone wall. It's like a roundish stone wall. Yeah, it looks like a, a font. You can kind of hear the slosh, light sloshing of water. Oh, like down below? Yeah. Like footsteps in water or like something's um, dumping into water? Let's do a perception check. Okay, Solus, do you got any more swords you want to throw? <laughs> I was going to say, it's another wishing well. <sighs> Yosef Kashak Solus Toven. Yes. You hear strange sounds drifting up from this hole. Um, a bit of splashing and like a like a din of mumbling and talking, like a very small crowd uh, in the distance. Does <clears throat> does this seem like a relatively recent excavation? Like younger than the uh, the original construction of the gauntlet no. itself? Okay. Well, uh, could, could could someone perhaps shine a light down the, the hole? Oh, I don't could, know if we want to do that. Are you sure that's a good idea? Okay. Okay. I mean, you all have dark vision. I don't think you need it. That hears it, or can I draw to the attention of anyone who hasn't heard it? Well, the only person that doesn't hear it is Bill. Bill puts, puts his finger in his ear and a bunch of earwax comes out and he's like, <laughs> tough look. Hey, um, Solus, how much rope did you tie around me earlier? Uh, I will check my inventory. When he and Billy have been anchored together this whole time, just knocking people over and like <laughs> running us into stuff. Uh, I have 50 feet total. Okay, um, Billy, come, come here. Come here. And he's going to beck beckon uh, Billy to the edge of this well. You notice there's a metal bracket above it because this, this looks like a well and the rope and rope is long gone, but there's a metal bracket and pulley like, like a winch. Use. Well, not a winch, but just a pulley that you would use for a bucket to draw water from a well. Okay. Is above there. And it looks like it's sturdy enough to hold somebody. Uh, Yosef is going to take the, the rope that is tied around his waist and look at Bill and be like, you hold on to that. And I'm going to whoosh, like, like my uh, spike chain, like whip it up around into the pulley. And he's like, no, you hold on tight and lower me down and I'll tell you, you what it. I see. Okay. Now let's be expertly quiet. And then uh, Yosef is going to hang over this and just like 
Tom Cruise is waiting for the impossible While you do this, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll. Are you gonna Are you gonna do the stealthily? I'm assuming since you're doing it with Tom Cruise. I'm I'm going to not only am I gonna roll stealth check, I'm gonna use a hero point on this stealth check. So you're going to. Mm. Okay, so you want it to re-roll if you have an issue. This is kind of weird on a secret check. Oh, I thought it was a plus eight. No, 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 no. That's not how hero points work. Oh. Hero points um, will allow you to re-roll, like fortune. Okay. Or it will allow you to come back from dying if you turn in all of them. Okay, then I would... All of them. Okay. Can uh, I, get I would like to... Um, yeah, give me a guidance, I guess. And yeah, I would also like to, to use a re-roll. Like, I guess just roll it twice and give me the best result. Okay. All right, let me give you a couple stealthy rollies. <laughs> Tovin at this point is going to lean over to Kashak and say, Boy, it sure would be a shame if someone were to grease that rope. And he would <laughs> nod he would nod at Kashak and then nod at <laughs> Billion with the rope. That's guy's got jokes. Honestly, it might make it a little bit quieter and give him a damn chance. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna repel down slowly. Yeah. Not even touching the walls. Bill, Bill is just lowering me slowly. Oh, right. This is going to be fun. I don't I don't know if I like that. But this is this is the best way to play tabletops. This is that, so that, fun. This, this is looks really so cool. happy. Yeah. I saw something happen. like this in Waterworld. It didn't. It, it actually it did. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, but, but, but right as I go past, go right as I go past the portal for this well, um, I'm going to uh, look up at uh, Billy and be like, oh, wait. Um, okay. So, just in case anything happens, I'm going to yank on the rope three times. And if you feel a tug three times, you are going to pull as quickly as possible. Forgo any notion of stealth. If I just tug twice, bring me up slowly. Aren't you going to be dangling from the rope the whole time? Yes. How's he going to know if you tug? I'll be like, oh, yeah. You know, just that's, like, that's, what the, that's what the one is reserved for, just a test. Yeah. Let the guy and with 12 intelligence handle the brain here, okay? <laughs> 14, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. I start lowering him down. You paragons of intellect, go for it. And then, and then I descend. <laughs> da, da, da. Oh, man. All right. Ba, 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 ba. There's a bit <clears throat> of a map change that's about <clears throat> to happen. Are there any red lasers? Yeah, right? Please be red lasers. There are no red lights. You need to activate with this conch. Do I have to rat woman my way through this? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to worry about the map. We'll do theater of the mind for this. It's it's not that impressive to see it. Okay. You start to rappel down, and you hear this noise, like a muttering, right? And as you lower past, you can feel the moistness, right? And you begin to lower down. You go down about eight feet, and you're past the ring of this well, the the brick stone ring of this well. And it opens up into a large cavernous chamber, probably about 60 feet across. Dang. Okay, big room. And there's a dripping, sloshing sound. It looks like the water in this chamber is being fed by a small stream. It's just kind of passing through. So it's not like a fetid, nasty pool. There's... There's Clean water, water moving through here. Exactly. The air is cold and damp. Mm-hmm. The overflow trickles north down a sloping tunnel with, with the water trickling down it. And as you go down in there, 
you hear that noise louder and it's starting to echo off the chamber walls and you hear and you see something I'm going to drop into the discord since I don't have this in the VTT is it a glimmering something Oh, I know what this is. I know exactly oh, what God. that is. Describe, describe what you see, gentlemen. A big pink um, thing of shit the, with eyes and mouths and tongues. This is a, a mass of flesh with tentacles, eyes, and teeth. It's like if a hematoba gained consciousness. And I need you to roll a will save. This thing sees you, it, and it's um, pulling it. itself towards you. Really? Well, obviously, it's, it's, it's covered in eyes. No. That, that's a good point. Perfect. Okay. Oh, that checks out, actually, because of the picture that they sent. I got an 18. You are confused. <laughs> you don't know what to do. Tell me how you're going to RP that, but this thing is moving towards you, getting ever closer. <laughs> Sounds like this entire chorus of um talking and yammering and gibbering. Just... <laughs> As it lurches towards you, dangling above it like a meal. So it's like if somebody took a giant wad of recently chewed gum and they rolled it into a whole shit ton of dentures and fake eyeballs and you, like, removed cow tongues, although they're more like reptile tongues because they're long and prehensile, and just wadded it all up and tossed it against the ground. It is an unhappy camper. But it's so smiling. It's all smiles. I can't believe I wasted a hero point on that, too. Damn. That sucks. Well, you just, you gotta just RP the shit out of your madness. Maybe he'll give you another one. <laughs> He's only confused well, for six seconds, so. Well, one round, so. This isn't really in rounds right now, but maybe I should make it in rounds. I. I guess in my confusion, I wouldn't immediately. I don't think that I'm, like, in reach of it, but I guess... No, you're not, but you could get into reach of it really quick. Yeah, I guess if I had a singular round of confusion that I don't think I would do anything. Like, not any... Like, I wouldn't tug on the rope because I'm confused. I think in this moment, Yosef is just completely perplexed by what he's seeing, and he can't process what's in front of him, like, at all. So he just stares, like, trying to squint his eyes, thinking that he doesn't see this right. Like, this has got to be, like, some kind of ooze, but he can't see through it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, right? Like, because yeah. you look at it, and if it's something you haven't seen before, you'd be like, no, that can't be right. That's not, that's not real. That's not that's from not this thing. world. I don't think it could get to me, thankfully, but fuck. This has got to be scary. Okay. All right, so you roll, you, you roll the stealth to come down here. I'm going to use your highest of the two stealths. Um, and I think I'm going to actually put you in initiative. Cool. Is what I'm going to end up doing. So let's go ahead and add you guys to a fun, fun little tracker. Just the two of you. And who's holding on to the rope? Bill. Billiam. All right, Bill, what's your... Can you roll an initiative for me? Yeah, I can. Tell me what it is. I already hit the initiative dice. And it's the eight. All right. I'm going to roll this thing's initiative. I got a 20. No, I already, I'm going to give you your stealth roll. Oh, yeah. Then I'll know what I fucking rolled. What I wasted a hero point on. You didn't do great. Your stealth was an 18. Wow. Great. That's actually worse than you rolled. Yep. All right. So you're confused at the beginning of this. Currently, you are confused. And the way that confused works, I think this is the first time we've dealt with confused. You're flat footed. Okay. You don't treat anyone as your ally, which means you can't flank with anyone. And you can't delay, ready, or use reactions. 
you can you can only use your actions to strike or cast offensive cantrips, and you can use other actions to facilitate an attack, like drawing a weapon or moving towards something. Um, your targets are determined by me, and every time you take damage from an attack or spell, you can attempt a flat check to break out of the confusion. But this thing is an AoE that's going to keep trying to confuse you over and over again. Okay. So you can't even signal to Billiam that you need help. Every round, I'm going to drop you five more feet. You are oh, 15 feet above this thing. You have three cool. rounds to break out of confusion. And... All right, neat. Okay. Or, and to let Billiam know that you need brought up, and it's going to take him time to pull you back up. So it's this thing's turn, and it's just going to chill in range of you. And... Cool. You know what? Actually, it's going to spit at you. Oh, in, in great. Jake's first time getting spit on. It's first time not paying for and it. And it looks up at you, and one of these many mouths just hocks a loogie at you. And that's a 19 to hit. Uh, that meets. You are flat-footed. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, that hits. All right, and it begins to burn your skin. I bet it does. You are hit with 21 points of acid damage. <gasps> How what? many? 21. Oh, so I actually have no rounds to figure this out. Okay, cool. Oh, you're... you're 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 down. I have five HP. Okay, so you get a roll a flat check. It's a DC eleven to break out of your confusion after being hit. Cool. Uh, Nineteen. All right, you're broken out of your confusion. Um, what were you gonna? I was just gonna say, would, would him being hit and it hurt move him at all? Yeah. Well, um, that's but it's fine. He you broke well, out, so it's up it, to you. It's it up. hurts real bad, and um, Yosef uh, shrieks and then tugs wildly on the rope. Yeah, he would probably cry out in pain. Right, exactly. He's going to cry out in pain. I will allow you to use that essentially as a reaction to yell at Billiam to pull up the rope, but it's not his turn yet. It's your action next. Uh, then I do exactly what I just said. All right, so you start screaming at him to pull the rope up. Yeah, and yanking. All right, so. You're 15 feet above this thing. I'll let him pull you five feet around. This thing's spit has a range. Yeah, so you're telling me Billiam, 18 strength, can only okay, pull 60 okay, hold on. pounds then this five is what I'll feet. Do. This is what I'll do. This is what I'll do. I will allow him to roll an athletics check. Yeah, I'd like that. It'll be a low DC. And if he can, I'll let him pull you 10 feet. If he, if he passes the DC, if he gets a crit, I will let him pull you 20 feet. All right. With a crit. Time to shine, Billiam. So the DC is going to be a 15. Why would you put that on him? Yeah, right? And I'm enfeebled. So I got a minus one. Athletics, and you have a minus one because you're enfeebled. This is literally the plot of Amos Moses, the song. <laughs> Was that so, all of your turns? Gene? Left arm gone, clean up to the elbow. Well, I mean, like, I could try to climb it. I have a plus two to athletics. You could. You could attempt to climb. It's going to be a relatively easy climb check. DC 10. Well, then uh, I guess I will attempt to climb with all of my actions then because I'm I'm really hurt. Uh, so oh, that went off my table. First roll. Uh, natural 16 for an 18. All right. I'm going to let you uh, climb up an additional five feet. Okay. Second action. We'll try this again. Uh, natural four for a six. Uh, you don't make any progress, but you don't fall either. Okay. Last one. Uh, natural seven for an 11. Okay. So you make it up. 15 feet total. 
So you make it up 15 feet. You are 15 feet above him, and it's Billiam's turn to try to pull you. You are out of this thing's range, you think, now. I'm sorry, what was the total depth he was? He was about, um... I'm guessing he was, like, 20, 30 feet down. Right. Okay. I got you, little buddy. Mm, That is a 7 for a 14. You can pull him up five feet. Wait, did I say DC 10 or 15? I I think you said 10 or 11. I don't remember. Well, 11 was the flat check. I think it was the 15 for... That was a 15. Roll back the tape. What's a DC 15? (laughs) (laughs) Good, I'll do that. I see the panic in Billion's eyes. I give him guidance. Yeah, I don't remember. That's a 15. No, you pull him up five, but he's out of range of this thing. So as long as nobody crit fails... Yeah, well, I got three turns. Or doesn't spit acid and melt the rope. Yep. Hey, a 15, so 16 if I'm going to have guidance. All right, and that brings him up another five feet. So I will say that he is up to the lip of the of the well now. Is that his flesh spitting and frothing like that? Oh, God, that burning. <sighs> Yosef, you should have called out or something. Somebody grab him. And he smells awful. It's like pouring Drano down a drain. It smells like burnt hair. I grab him. I'm gonna. Can I grab him and haul him, even though I'm not in the, you know, making space? Yeah, for I mean, this is a flavor pull. I'm. Is is fine. Yeah, I'm gonna grab him by the top of this cassock and haul him. Oh. Now, while, while he's down and, and writhing in pain, uh, Tovin's gonna ask me, quick, quick, Yosef, what did you see? I I don't know. You, if you look down the hole, you can see it now. Oh, okay. Uh, you, it's there. You tell me what that is. Tovin's going to look over the edge and... That just gets some healing for us. Maybe it'd be easier to talk about this. I see nothing at all. <laughs> and uh, can, I, can I roll a check on that thing? Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's, uh, please. let's see what you need on this thing. Uh, an occultism. occultism. Do you want to roll an occultism? Uh, you recognize this thing as a gibbering mouther. Oh, so I did... Pass the check. You did Good. pass the check. <laughs> uh, they are amorphous blobs of yammering mouths and oozy, fleshy sludge. This is too easy. You can't. You can't tell me something like that, Trevor. I'm right here. <laughs> so, uh, so Tobin's going to see that this shivering mouth there is at the bottom of the swell, and and he's going to see Yosef's uh, uh, skin bubbling up with what he would assume would be an acid spit, and he's he's going to say. Everyone, stand back. It's a gibbering mouth. There's only one way to deal with this acid. And he slowly unzips his pants. Oh, God, no, please don't. <laughs> sorry, what, did you, what, did you, what did you call me? It's like, a, it's like a jellyfish sting. Everybody, everybody take a turn. What's a jellyfish? <laughs> you know, like they don't have jellyfish in Galeria. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I've been. But uh, I will I will attempt a, a medicine check to try to, you know, debride the wound, approximate the edges as best as possible. We want as little scarring as possible, but something's definitely going to happen. I'm already ugly. I need you to roll a fort save real quick, Yosef. This, it's not a big deal. Just just roll a fort save for me. Okay. Don't worry about it. It's my this is kind of retcon. Not a, not a it's, not gonna, it's not going to impact you really bad. It's just, this is kind of a retcon. But 17? Don't be worried, but do worry. Uh, you are... That, that the spit hits you in the eyes. And just as you get over the edge, you're just now starting to be able to see again as you make it over the edge, adding to your panic as you were trying to get away from this thing. Oh, God. I can just now see. Oh, somebody please heal me. Oh, my God. This is so much worse now that I can see the button. 
Oh, Tobin, please. I don't care if you have to put a weird lowercase T in my abdomen. Just make the pain stop. This hurts so much. <laughs> I have I have bad news for both of us. Uh, I only rolled a 13. <laughs> oh, I hit a 15 or higher. Man, I'm really glad I didn't do risky surgery. Oh, yeah, you would have had a plus two. You would have succeeded. I've got a lesser healing potion, too. In the uh, the party loot, we have a minor elixir of healing. What's it do? Uh, it heals, heals minorly. minor yeah. Yeah. healing. I could hit him with a two spot from a, the wand if we want to do that. Yeah, you could try the wand. Okay. His flesh is burning off. By I, I was just wondering if the cleric had any of those channel things I've heard so much about. <laughs> All right. If nothing else... Oh, it smells like bacon in here. Really gross bacon. Bacon is generous. You're pretty lean, kiddo. All right, so you can just cast the spell on the wand um, to begin with. That's sad. Uh, so I rolled a three for 11 healing. It's better than nothing. And <sighs> if you want to roll the wand again, there's a flat check to attempt to overcharge the thing. Yeah, can I give him guidance? I don't think you can do guidance on a flat check. Oh, no. Okay. no, I don't work on flat checks. That's right. What's the flat check? Mm-hmm. It's a DC 10 flat check. What do you guys think? 50, 50 chance. Hold on. It on explodes. Success, the wand is broken. Oh, on a success, on a failure, the wand is destroyed. Oh, so I still have to get it fixed even if I succeed. Yeah. Unless I, I crit, I'm it. assuming. What? Um, I guess I'll just... Does anybody have a potion? I could just kind? pop a heal also, but I don't know if I want to. Yeah. Let's see what else we run into down here, and if we need to heal him up, maybe you could heal him up. Because at this point, you could do risky surgery, and he wouldn't die. I could, but I'm going to have to wait a while. Mm-hmm. What if we don't run into anything else down here? Yeah, because that we never run into anything. Yeah, we could just sit here on our haunches. Just, uh, Kashak, go clear the rest of the dungeon while we wait for my, my treat <laughs> wounds to, to recharge. You're the, you're the closest to the rest of the dungeon. That just seems you know, just, fitting. Just no, it's me. Um, no. <laughs> In in the interest of expedience and desperation, I am going to attempt surgery on myself. Oh, fun. Oh, this guy needs help. I want to say, can I roll to assist, but I really want to see this. (laughs) Uh, That is a 15 exactly with guidance because I rolled an 8 and I have a plus 6 normally and that gives me a plus 7. Nice. Got you back. Yeah. That's a 2d8, right? Yep. Cool. Oh, just stitch this up and... uh, It's uh, kind of fucked up, so you also do a lowercase t. (laughs) (laughs) T for Yosef. When I finish applying um, um, as I have inside of my my pack, and uh, I'm at 25 out of 26 HP. I'm feeling pretty good now. Cool. I'm like, okay. While you patch yourself up, um, you kind of take stock, additional stock in this room. You guys were so excited by this uh, this well that you failed to notice the pile of gear in the corner of the room. I will go check this out. You, there's a bunch of a bunch of like garbage here, right? There's a lot of just absolutely destroyed trash. But you find three suits of studded leather armor, two rapiers, Eight. oh, a broken rapier. Four sets of thieves' tools. Sick. Holy shit. A lesser healing potion. Oh. And 20 GP. Oh. Yeah. You could surmise this all stuff. All this stuff looks pretty new. So you could surmise that it was taken from the yeah. gentlemen that were imprisoned. It was their gear. Rip, Kyle. 
throw one out from Kyle. Can we add this to the tontine? You keep using that word that nobody cares about. <laughs> I'm curious I'm, now. I care because I plan on living forever. Okay, well, now that we've wasted a good uh, hour or so just on this hole in the floor, um, I believe that um, I would like to keep exploring this level, I think, if we have time. There was that long hallway to the southwest that had like six doors that we hadn't checked out. That could be something. Perhaps indeed. Would you like me to explain what a tontine is? <laughs> no time. Let's go check these doors. <laughs> Last one alive keeps the pot there. All right. So you guys make your way through some areas that you've already explored down to the south where you had fought those Morlock scavengers in the southeast corner of this level. And on the southern side where there's like piles of rubble on one side, on the other side, there's a hallway. And on that hallway, there are six doors on either side of it. And straight down the hallway, there is a seventh door. Gentlemen, what is it you'd like to do? Okay, everybody. Well, I guess I will do what I always do and go first. <laughs> what Yosef wants to do is just, first of all, I want to clear the hallway. I just want to go from one end to the other without determining that there's any traps. So I'd like to just stealthily walk towards the door all the way at the end of the hallway. All right. You make it the whole way without issue. Cool. So I will, you know, check all the the corners, check the floor, check the ceiling, check the walls, make sure I don't see anything suspicious. Nothing jumps out at me. I'm going to walk back to the group right up to the beginning of the hallway again. Look at this champion. I'm sure his hair will grow back in no time with is like that. <laughs> and then I will, uh, I will start just listening and opening doors. Uh, I'll have my compatriots behind me. We, we know the drill at this point. We're, we're, a, we're a well-oiled machine. I'm going to listen at this door and see if I hear anything. The first door. Uh, Is that the, the north or the door. south? The, north? the northern door, yeah. You hear nothing. Complete silence. I open it. Kuchonk. You see what looks like a tiny, spartan, but ruined sleeping quarter. Um, okay. There's nothing really in here. It's just trashed. Okay, same thing to this door. I move down the hallway. You hear nothing. I, I will uh, turn behind me to Billy and Solis and be like, you guys check the southern doors. Okay. And I will open this next northern door. Billy, I'm ready your weapon. Yes, everyone right. pick a door and on three. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bad idea. You see similar in this room. Um, there's really nothing. Just an empty okay. room. Trashed bed. I'll let Solis open his door. Yes, I'll open this door just to my south. Same as it ever was. Empty, trashed, single bed room. Curious. It sounded like an attack. We point at Billiam. It looks the same. This is the first room in the north. I will open the door. Yep, same thing. I'll open the door to my north at the end of the hallway. Again, empty, trashed room. South, this one has a mattress. That one actually does have a nasty, ratty mattress that looks like it's just been stuffed with straw. This is, I mean, that's more than the other rooms have. But there's nothing else going on in there. Then uh, we've made it to the end of the hallway. I will turn around and look at everybody else. Give a give a thumbs up. Solus will draw a sword. Yeah, I have Halandra out. I'll put my rat ear to the door. I will cause my spiked chain to ooze out of my arm. Disgusting like. Nice. And uh, I will I will listen at the door. I feel like you could add or reduce fluids as you see fit. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of gross. Yeah, lube up that <laughs> chain. Come on, let's get this party started. You can make it kind of show up or you can just be like, you know, gently ooze out with like gozer ooze, right? <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> like a gogurt. Keep talking my language. You can't make out anything distinct other than you, you maybe hear something breathing, but you can't really be sure if you're hearing that or if you're just hearing, you know, you know, that kind of sound and you got your ear pressed up against something almost like the, your own blood rushing in your ear. You can't be 100% sure that you're hearing something or you're not hearing yourself. Yosef is going to turn to Billy and Solis and give a hand signal that means that there could potentially be trouble. Like he's going to he's going to like bash his fist together or something like like there might be combat. I don't know. But we had something that um implies that there could potentially be danger and Billiam knows because Billiam is a combat intelligent. Mm-hmm. An idiot savant. It's mean. I will then open this door. Oh, I see. What do, what do you see? There's a desk uh, with an empty chair in the middle of the room, and there's three extra empty picture frames hanging from the wall. But that's not really what is the focus of this room. There's Yetis! So you open the door and you see that there are a pair of these Morlocks, and they are fiddle-farting with some sort of little clockwork thing on this desk. So they are distracted, but they see you. And I'm going to need everyone to roll for initiative. Here we go. You know, Trev, I am convinced that Foundry is still absolute horse and dog shit (laughs) when it comes to the rolling because I have rolled nothing but sevens and fours and exclusively sevens and fours (laughs) on Foundry all night. So, okay, let's make this a statement right now. Next week's episode, we're all rolling with real die. Starting next week and going on in perpetuity. So if you don't have die, get some, Joe. I've got some. I've got two sets here in my right over here. What? He doesn't have a computer chair. He's just sitting on the mound of die he's collected over the past <laughs> 30 years he's been playing RPGs. Are you kidding me? Look at how I go. Oh my god. All right. Solus, what'd you get, buddy? 23. All right. Got you, Tovin. I rolled a 14 for a 21. Excellent. Excellent. Raymond slash Billion, what you got? I got a 12 for a 17. All right, Kashak. Natural 11 for a 16. Nice. And Yosef. Four for a 15. Nice. That's a lovely roll. I appreciate you. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I will note, you notice that the one on the north side looks a little beefier than the one on the south. It's pretty apparent that he looks like he's in charge. Right, so... For uh, this, this north one is going first on the north side of the room. He's going to take an action and pull out a club. Man, it's so cool going last, <laughs> especially being first in line. And his second action, he's going to move forward. And for his third action, he's going to strike out at you with that club. Oh, I bet he is. I got a natural two for a 12, so that's definitely a miss, I'm guessing. And that's the end of his turn. All three actions. Solus, you are up. Okay, Uh, Solus is going to draw his shield and say, draw back, it'll be easier to fight them in the other room. Uh, Then for his second action, he's going to try to intimidate the guy in front of Yosef. All right, intimidate away. Okay. Eight for a 14. That ain't going to do it. Yeah. Not quite. He... He looks at you and what thing? What does this guy speak? And you speak undercommon, right? I, I do. Think you do. Well, you wouldn't yep. know that that's what he speaks yet, but doesn't matter. Even if okay. you don't speak undercommon to him, he just kind of grunts at you and the old just shakes club at you in, in defiance. Okay, then for my third action, I will raise my shield. Excellent. Next up is Tovin. 
Tovin, what are you going to do? Is uh, Do you have a moonbeam charged, maybe? Because that'd be pretty rad. I actually do. And you know what? I have such a great track record with it that I'm going to cast Magic Weapon on Solus. <laughs> so for one minute, Solus, your weapon will become a plus one striking weapon. You get a plus one item bonus to attack rolls. And if you land a hit, uh, guess what? Increase your damage die to two. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a D8 on a longsword, right? So you get a 2D8 longsword. For me, it's a D10. Oh, so 2D10. Holy shnikes. Yeah. 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 That's like bastard sword level. I like this. Mm. Yep, I've got the preferred weapon longsword. Nice. In one hand. Oh, isn't that great? And then I'm going to take my last action to skedaddle because Solus called it. And uh, I'm going to uh, lay my actions before the, the more beefy guys in our party. And that's it for me. Excellent. Billion. All right. What would it take for me to pick up Yosef and run with him? <laughs> I um, weigh like 70 pounds. Probably uh, right? not a lot. Nothing, right? Right. So an action to pick him up using a acrobatics che- or athletics check okay. uh, with a DC, I'm going to say 10, okay. which should be a gimme for you. Yeah. I, I'm also a willing participant. And you are a <laughs> <Yeah>. willing participant. <laughs> I put my hand out. You jump on my palm. Um, yeah. <laughs> like a real mouse. <laughs> Are you holding anything right now? Did you pull out a weapon before all this? I pulled out my weapon, yeah. Okay, so you would have to stow your weapon. Yeah, put away, grab him, and run. Okay, so that's going to be an action to put it away. Mm-hmm. And then give me an athletics check. Don't, don't whiff. I'm not going to whiff, because I got a natural 20. I picked the shit up of Yosef. Just you <laughs> overpick him up and throw him into the other room. No. <laughs> 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 the only time I roll a 20 is when I'm not attacking. Right. You know what? Um, you do that so swiftly. I'm not even going to charge you the action for it because you rolled a natural 20. Uh, I'm going to give it to you for free and you still have two more actions. Okay. So here's a question. Do I need to move? No, you can move through willing uh, like your right, allies. No, 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 no. I was saying to pick him up, I wouldn't need to move. I, I could just reach no, forward and no, grab him. No, right? just okay. reach forward Because I can't him. shut the door from here. Right. Damn. Oh, well. All right. So I have, I put my weapon away. So I have two actions left. Yep. I'm going to move. All right. I'm going to move. Back this way, 25 feet. Is it an action to drop Yosef? Do I need to, or can he sort of just... Uh, yeah, you just let him go. Like, you're dropping a weapon. He's willing, right? So. Perfect. Even if I wasn't, I'm not sure there's much I could do. <laughs> I just want, I, I wanted to pull my weapon back out, but if I had to use an action to dr- move, drop him off of me, then I couldn't do that. Um, <laughs> just imagine you're going to, like, put your weapon away, pick me up, Run all the way over there, and then just run all the way back to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, right. Just run stand in the back way. <laughs> can I put Yosef? Can I put you behind me? Can I put you like here? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So I want to put Yosef to the side of me, and then I'll pull. I'll stand in this doorway and hold my weapon, sort of like I'm, I'm protecting friends, and that'll be my turn. Excellent. All right. It is this other creature's turn. He is going to similarly pull out a club. He's going to move into the hallway adjacent to Solus. You know, actually, no, he's not. He's going to move to here. He's going to be on top of his buddy in the same spot. And he's just going to wait. He's going to stay there, taking on a bit of a defensive stance. And that's the end of his turn. Kashak, you're up, buddy. Well, now that everyone's out of his way and you can see the damn thing, he's going to be like, Apsu, the tap-dancing waybringer. <laughs> and he's going to give him a good old zappy-zap. Oh, right. So uh, which one? Oh, it doesn't matter. Both of them, right? What what spell is that? That is Electric Arc. Excellent. It is a DC 18 base reflex. 
Cool, cool. All right. 1d4 plus my spell casting modifier. These guys, uh, we'll see how it goes. All right, first one. That's a fail. Okay, are you going to target the stronger looking one or the weaker looking one? Let's get that out of the way right now. So initially he was targeting the stronger looking one. Okay, cool. Perfect. Let's roll damage on that. He f- he failed. It's not a crit fail, but he takes full damage. Solus steps out of the way when he hears the crackling behind him and passing by him. It's a natural one for a five. Ooh. Eh, it's better than nothing. He takes five points of damage. I imagine Solus just does that like Mrs. Incredible thing where she just like up to the wall and says the lightning goes by. <laughs> and the other one, uh, he also fails. So the, oh. the electricity hits the first and arcs to the other one, which makes sense because they're occupying the same space. And give me some damage. That's a three for a seven. Nice. That's that's a pretty good start. That's a pretty good start, especially for a free cantrip. Badass. Yeah. Also, I'm going to use my final action because I can, even though I've got some amazing anecdotes about Mrs. Incredible, I'm going to <laughs> back out of here to there and remove myself from the hallway so that I can, uh, you know, clear the way for William and Yosef and, you know, the heavy hitters to do their job. All right. Wonderful. Last up, we have Yosef Love Karuki. What can, and you all know what I'm about to say, the rat man do. So Yosef, having just being relocated uh, 30 feet back to the opposite end of this hallway, um, and then Kashak runs by and Billiam is standing at the end with him. And just in the north of him, uh, on the other side of this, I'm just going to move my character. So I'm, I'm just south of Tovin, actually, because he is also around the corner. Uh, so here's what I would like to do. I would like to before, like, I would like to poke my head around the corner and yell to Solus and let him know, um, we're ready to collapse. And um, while looking at Billiam, here's, so here's what I wanted to do. And this might sound really dumb, but you could tell me if it's really dumb. I want to run over real quick into Billiam space, kind of, or I would just like to like flick the spiked chain and I want to try to lodge the end of it into a stone or like the edge of this a doorway here and then uh, I want to pull it taunt to try to trip them if they run by and then I want to as for my last action I want to uh, see if I can um, like intimidate them or uh, antagonize them into running down the hallway at us but the, what I want to do is that I'm trying to let Solus know that I have something set up and I want him to run and draw their attention out of that room huh <laughs> It sounds goofy, but I want to do it. Or you just tell me no. No, no, no. God, I'm thinking so. how, how to how to adjudicate this. Um, I'm going to say you're you're not going to be able to to get their attention or intimidate them or anything because they're not in eyesight of you anymore. You're around the corner. Also, I just realized, I guess that would be readying a trip, huh? And that's like two actions. Uh yeah, it would be readying a trip. Um, okay, yeah. So I'll take my action to just uh, kind of position myself where I want to be, and uh, I'm going to. Tell Solus to get out of there and then ready a trip at the end of this hallway. So when things come running at Billiam, I can try to trip them around this corner. Nice. So your trigger is that something comes into it's view. Right in front of Billiam, yeah. Around this corner. Okay, cool. All right. So um, real quick before we go any farther, I have been very remiss in not giving you guys hero points for heroic actions. And I absolutely want to give... Billiam a hero point for scooping up Yosef and yeah. ushering him out of harm's way. I got so you, Billiam, little buddy. A hero point for a truly heroic action. Thank you. Oh, I took one away. There we go. 
<laughs> All right, back at the top of the round. The beefier Morlock is going to move towards our good friend. Sets the wrong Morlock. Move towards our good friend, Solas. And once he gets into range, he is going to strike with his club. And here we go. That's going to be a 29 to hit. Uh, that hits, but that is not a crit because I raised my shield. Nice. Oh, Good my job. God. Got a baby. All right. Here comes the damage. That's going to be 11 points of damage on the first okay. attack. And I'm going to use shield block to reduce the damage by five, reducing my shield HP by six. Nice. All right. So go ahead and reduce that damage. And he's going to attack you again. You said that was 11 damage total? Uh, yes, that was 11 damage total. Okay. And he's going to attack again, but this time with a bite. Okay. What? They do that? And that's a 12 to hit. I'm assuming that's a that miss. That is a miss. That is a All miss. All right. That is the end of its turn. And I imagine that Solus is going to respond in kind as he holds his ground, takes the hit from the shield, and readies his magically infused longsword. Yep. Before I bid my farewell, I'm going to take a strike against this bitch. This All right. Bitch. So you now have a plus one striking longsword. You already had plus one, so you don't get an additional benefit from that. But you do get the striking rune. Okay. Uh... That is a 13 for a 22. That is a hit. Okay. Okay, I'm going to roll uh, the regular damage die and then I'll roll an additional D8. Cool, perfect. I thought it was D10. A D10, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, 1D10 plus 4 for a 10 plus another 1D10. Rolled a 2, so that's a 12 total. Nice. That's uh, none too shabby, let me tell you. Slice. Do it again. Right, that's, a, that's a good slice. Could have been way better. Uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll take that for a second go. Yeah, you got like nine more rounds to do this. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Attack number two, uh, 11 for 15. Then for my third action, I'm going to, well, that yeah, that was a retreat. I mean, uh, excuse me, that was a miss. For my third action, I'm going to retreat, uh, hopefully jumping over the chain that Yosef set up. I pull it and make you eat shit. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I catch you <laughs> right into my chest. The barbs dig into his ankles. He develops gangrene. He's never the same. <laughs> so I run out the hallway, uh, <laughs> past Billiam, and uh, to the square directly to his south. And that'll be it. F- that'll be it for my turn. I just realized that we could have had a perfect opportunity for a Scooby Doo montage down this hall. I, there's like I six was going to say if, if one of if, if we just run through the halls, they were not going to catch us. Or if we all mm-hmm. hide in one room, that's a one in six chance, guys. All right, Toven, you are <laughs> up, Toven. I think he's going to move five feet southeast so that he's going to catch as many people as he possibly can with a little spell he's going to cast called Bless. And he's going to say, don't don't bother with the guidance, uh, Kashak. And he's going to flex and the whole room's going to uh, kind of bow a little bit. Everybody blushes. And you're all blessed. Like new from the Matrix. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I am the one. That's it for my turn. Nice. All right. William, you are up holding the vanguard. All right. I'm looking down the hall. I'm seeing the big, this, the, the beefy ones in front of me, right? This is the beefy one here. Right. Okay. And I'm going to look at him and I'm going to yell, give us your best shot and try to intimidate him. All right. You're going to do this at a minus two because you do not speak the same language as him unless you have intimidating glare. Nope. All right. Go for it, buddy. Boop, boop, boop. That's not good, but let's do it anyway, because it's going to be great. Yeah, natural one for a six. My God. 
That's the second natural one I've rolled in. Don't speak yes. to me or my son ever again. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually invigorated by whatever you've said. <laughs> yeah, I, so I yell this down, and I could see that they're not, and so I just start beating my fists on the ground and start raging because I'm just so angry that they don't understand my intimidate, and then I'm going to take one <laughs> step back, seeing the chain, obviously. Yeah, all um, right, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seeing the chain, uh, that's that, that... I know the plan, so I, I don't want to... I don't want them to fall right into me, so I don't I want, want to bungle uh, it up. Yeah, and then you so just I'm make them see nothing but Kashak, this small <laughs> reptile. <laughs> I know. I, I, I guess I can't occupy the same space. Yeah. Yeah, they're like perfect. He's a perfect bait. Can I, would I be able to? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Actually, I was gonna say, they're like, you know what? Just wait. Ah, and I move, and so they see Kashak, and they're like, oh, we totally can kill that thing. Bring it, you ugly fuckers. Yeah. That's all my actions. You guys are gonna hate this. And, and I promise I planned to do this once I got a free reign on the a hallway. I was hoping that this would happen. This guy has something called a leap attack. Oh, Kashak, no! <laughs> Sorry, no. Kashak. <laughs> Actually, he's going to stride t- 20... It's like a hunter from Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> 25 <laughs> feet. I'd like to check the clearance in the door frame, please. <laughs> well, so it's a long... It's a kind of a long jump, so he's leaping forwards. He's not leaping up. He's BLJing right into you. No, no, no. Let's calculate the parabola. Right. <laughs> well, this also isn't a door, right? It's a hallway. Okay. So, so he's going to roll a, um, what is this? A acrobatics? Athletics check. No. Oh. I have to beat a 10 to leap 10 feet. It's been great knowing you guys. Fail. Well, I hope. Roll a one. For your sake, cash out. No, I'm about to get face fucked. <laughs> Yeah, I critted that sucker. And he <laughs> flies through the air, club above his head. And, and he gets tripped come. right before he gets there because it interrupts his action. Because <laughs> I readied an action. He did ready a trip. Does it interrupt, though? It did yeah. in first edition. Yeah. Well, I think we talked about this before, too. Well, the too. alternative is that the guy falls over and also hits me in a bizarre way. Yeah, so it... it in first edition, I feel like we went over this recently. We did. But in first edition, the readied action supersedes the action that's happening. The readied action happens first. As soon as whatever it is is triggered, that's when it happens. Yes. Okay. So, yes, you can take your one action to trip as he's flying through the air. You can attempt to yank him out of the air. Hmm. So go for I it. I hope you get it. Don't forget that, Bless. Plus 10 to this roll. Uh, natural 14 for a 24. You trip him. Yeah! Nice! Yes! So it like leaps through the air (sighs) and goes like soaring right after Kashak and like five feet in front of him you just hear the clickety clack of chain links and it wraps around its ankle and just face first into the ground. That's not a crit and you get a hero point for that. Thank you. And Kashak was just waiting for his gray matter to just be splattered (laughs) everywhere. He's like uh, I see. I've gone incredibly out of my element. And uh, he's going to take his last action to stand back up. Provoking from every... Pl- no. <laughs> uh, wait until fifth level. Right? <laughs> and Kashak, as your life flashed before your eyes as this gray, creepy thing made of just knobby arms and knees flies at you, takes a faceplant. What do you do in these moments after assured death was gripping your tiny cold reptilian heart? A grace be to Absu for granting me such kind friends in my moment of need. Yeah, I got a good night's sleep last night in my shaving bed, so I was ready. I knew you'd appreciate that. Some some warm, preheated wood shavings delivered to your home. 
<laughs> I just assumed I was going to die. Uh, I'm going to point blank magic missile him for three. <laughs> nice. Put your hand on him. Just Yeah, just... Hopefully it does something. All right, so you're going to essentially do 3d4 plus three. Easiest way to do it. Four, three, and a three for a total of 13. Nice! 13 Pretty points, good. Not Pretty bad, good. Not bad. Pretty good. That's almost max. What do you mean, not bad? It is. It is almost max. I'm happy about it. It's too short of max. That's pretty nice. Yosef, you are up. So, I, for what it's worth, I think it's only... Does delaying move you in the initiative order in second edition? Right, delaying moves okay. you, but not readying an action. So, um, this creature is already flanked. I'm already going to get my sneak attack bonus. And... Uh, I don't think anybody is in immediate danger of dying because we're all fully healed. So I'm going to take the opportunity right now to hang and bang and uh, strike at this creature with my plus nine. So I'm going to roll a natural three for a 12. That's a miss. Uh, Even it's flat footed? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. Natural uh, eight. Sorry. I couldn't see that it's chipped on my dice right there. Uh, for a 13. Does that do it? Also a mess. Okay. Darn. We've already like rolled knowledge checks on these, right? Is it, or You've is this a different not, type of... This is a different type Ooh. of creature. Oh, well then I will I will do that. Uh, what do I got to roll? Um, I got you with the society. Society? I got a plus six to that. That works. Yeah, that's... Uh, you ain't got nothing on him. Cool. You assume he's some sort of Morlock. All right, that's the end of my turn. All right, this other one, enraged by the fact that his buddy went down, he's going to essentially attempt to do the same thing. He's going to stride 15 feet. He's going to attempt an athletics check to leap at you. Bye, Kashuk. Oh, with a natural 20 on that. That Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's not the attack. He's just, that's the leap. Oh, thank, thank Christ. Right, and then he comes down with the club. It's going to be a twenty-eight to hit. Does he pound your tiny reptilian body into paste? Yep, that's a crit. All uh, right, oh here comes the crit damage. Oh, buddy, you, you might die. Eighteen points. That I am at zero. I'm going to use retributive strike. All right. So I'm going to. Well, first off, the damage you take is reduced by four. Still around? I'm at four. There you go. Dead. All right. Perfect. Then I take, Perfect. Then I take a hit against the uh, the big guy. All right. Uh, Twelve for a twenty-one. <laughs> That's a hit. Okay. And do I get the extra damage from this one? You do. Yeah. It's a striking rune, and that that goes what for a minute magic weapon. All right. Then rolling for damage, you're going to add an additional one d ten. That is an eleven plus. An 11 plus a 7, so 18 points of damage. Nice. He is Damn. not looking good at all. He looks like he may be on his last leg. And that retributive strike saved Kashak. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a hero point, too, there, Absolutely. Micah. Solus, Solus yeah. saving, yeah. saving Kashak's life. Oh, now he's making it rain. That's what heroes do. They do. That is what heroes That's true. do. And speaking of which, Solus, you're up. Okay. <laughs> Finish the job. Yep. Right. The, the same guy I just hit, I'm going to try to attack him again. Excellent. Flat-footed. Yep, he is flat-footed. That is an 11 for a 20. That's a hit. Okay, roll. And I'm not even going to make you roll damage. Describe your kill. Okay. Uh, 
So it comes down trying to hit Kashik. Uh, first strike takes off the the arm that he hit him with. Second strike goes in the side of his head, coming out the other side straight through the temple. Nice. Yosef is showered in blood on the opposite side. <laughs> Just gore and blood and, and viscera. It's oh, totally metal. I'm in the splash zone. And for the rest of your actions. Thank you. Second attack, going to attack the other one. All right, let's see what you got. He Good. is flanked, surrounded by these strange people. That is an 11 for a 15. That's going to be a hit. Ooh. There we go. Excellent. Then more damage. That is a 1d10 plus 4 for a 5 plus another 1d10. 8. So 13 points of damage total. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Wow. Third attack. He is also looking real bad. Can you take him <laughs> down with his third attack, even with your uh, multiple attack penalty? If that is a 14 for a 13. That's a miss. Goddamn. All right. That's it for my turn. All right. Tovin, is it time? Is it time for the point blank Tovin. shotgun range moonbeam? Moon Hold on. Because <laughs> I, I have like four different things I want to do, and I only have three actions. How many actions is moonbeam? Because that should Two. be one of them. So so here's, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I've decided I'm going to spend one action to perform battle medicine on my friend Kashak trying to, to put his, his uh, greasy gopher guts back into his body. And here we go. Now you can call him whatever you want. Well, you could kill him. <laughs> I, no, no, I can't. Well, yeah, I could kill him, I guess. Let's find no, out. No, you can't. You cannot do risky surgery with battle medicine. No, but it's still if I failed, if I failed miserably, he would still take. Good point. Good point. Um, damage. Uh, so I rolled a 26, which is a crit. So he gets 48 back. Ooh. Yeah, you could put those dirty gopher guts wherever you see fit, buddy. That feels fantastic. So here's another thing, uh, because of my, my archetype, I actually get a plus five to that too, because it was over 20. So you get 24 points of healing. Oh, I am at way more than max. Nice. Uh, remind me to get brained more often. I've never felt this good. <laughs> and as, as, uh, he, he pulls the last stitch through, he, with his other hand, he reaches towards the thing and screams, is it going to be the time that it hits? Come on, Please. come on, come on. Please, for the love of God. So I get a, I add a plus one to this because I, I get you sure uh, do. My, my own. Uh, does a 26 hit? That's a crit. <gasps> yes! He finally hits. Yes! Roll that damage. Roll that damage. I just take double damage. Yep. yep. And you're dazzled for one minute. Dazzled. Yep. Razzle dazzle. I feel so fantastic. 12 points of silver slash fire damage, Ooh. and you're dazzled. The moonbeam hits him, and it melts the flesh of his chest off of his rib cage, and he falls to the ground dead. And we'll see you next week. Perfect ending. You just Kamehameha this Morlock yeah. in five foot range. That was it. That was oh. his bucket list to kill a Morlock with the moonbeam. <laughs> There we go. It's like beautiful. I'm glad I could do that for you. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful ending. Oh, finally, finally. We gave everybody, everybody gave Tobin their energy, and he finished the fight. All for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Role for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. 
For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Characters and original storylines are the property of Roll for Intent. Music for this podcast provided by Dark Fantasy RPG Studio, Michael Gilfie, Kevin McLeod, and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. <laughs>